<laughs> Thank you so much guys once again for your patience this is another retake which we are actually taking uh, Oh so I have to do it over Yeah so my okay, name is Jason I have a question for you Yeah absolutely go ahead Um as I describe what I do um is it okay to tell them that they can reach me by by my I I mean I know you had my website up and as well as to tell them that i'm also a 501c3 i hesitated to do that no you can you can promote the however you like no issues at all okay, okay so i'm i'm going to go ahead and not do my introduction guys my name is jason uh, welcome to the social skills for children podcast it's also in association mm-hmm. with brand identity design i'm a podcaster myself i'm also a designer that's why you see all those cool graphics there <laughs> that's done by me and uh, we're going to be discussing uh, with dr stone and melissa my good friend we're going to speak about social skills for children we're going to specifically focus on reading and i want to give my guest uh, and my friends the opportunity to introduce themselves so we're going to start with dr stone once again uh, considering this is a retake guys you know you may see repetitive information from us uh, we're just going ahead with the flow so thank you so much dr stones so we're going to do a full screen dr stone uh, please promote yourself tell us tell the world what do you do and what kind of transformation you bring with your expertise Well, I've been a uh a literacy specialist working with children with special education needs, especially those with uh dyslexia and um ADD, ADHD, as well as some children have um uh, emotion emotional difficulties. Um and I have my expertise in literacy. Uh I've been teaching for 50 years. I look really good for 100. I always tell people but um <laughs> i uh really wanted to make my children understand that they can read and uh up to a certain point in 1983 i met a child her name was julie and she could not read no matter what uh reading program i used so i asked god to help me to create something so that Julie would be successful in read and it became the right read lead program which is something that i created using five researchers and i put the whole thing together and she learned to read in 14 days and i really have had the program since 1983 i say before all of you were born which is one of the reasons that i'm here with these wonderful people because I've been blessed to have them in my life now so that I can get my program out. So I want to share my expertise in reading. Uh I've studied reading for 50 years and I also want to share the fact that um people can uh contact me at www writereadlead and write is spelled w r i t e 
because writing comes before reading. And I am a, also a 501c3 nonprofit. So I would be very interested in teachers who would like to learn my system to actually work in my company uh, with other nonprofits. And I'm also interested in having people who I, I say are um, benefactors that really want to help me so that all of these children uh, learn to read and I leave a legacy. So my goal and my mission is to eradicate illiteracy in this country. And I wanna get the teachers all across the globe. Uh, like Melissa is in Florida, I would be able to train her in Florida so she wouldn't have to move and she could just have and work with the children in Florida. That's a, um, an example of what I want to do. But I he, am here today to share my expertise in reading mm -hmm. and why the ability to read and the pleasure to read is related to social skills for children. So it's amazing for me, a very plus amazing, and I feel very hopeful and cheerful and delighted that the collaboration between Melissa and her skill and understanding and expertise in social skills can have a collaborative effect. And I thank you very much, Melissa. And I can't wait till you come on to share what you do. And that's it. Thank you so much for that, Dr. Stone. So Melissa, I hope you can see us and hear us. Give me a thumbs up if you can. Okay, awesome, awesome. Okay, so Melissa is a very good friend of mine. Uh, one of my coolest friend and uh, I have met <laughs> and she's amazing. She's, uh, you know, she's a specialist in what she does. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. So uh, give us the world, you know, let the world know what you do and what you bring to the equation. Go ahead. Hello. Well, first of having us, Jason, it's always a pleasure to be on the podcast with both of you. I appreciate it. Hence, I'm an educational consultant and private tutor based in Clearwater, Florida, a master's degree in exceptional student education from the University of South Florida, additionally in elementary education and exceptional student education with endorsed reading and ESOL. I have over 10 years of teaching, so I work with parents and students to help them have school experience and have success in their school thank you awesome awesome i love that thank you so much for that guys you know uh, we have all the information up and we're going to actually start the show right away mm -hmm. and we are going to speak about social skills for children uh, why reading is important and we know for a fact that reading provides the key to unlock a child's emotional development. So we're going to speak on this. I want to actually highlight an important quote uh, which I came across is by Joseph Addison. And he states, reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body. Okay, that's what reading is. So that's uh, so that's what I, uh, you know, I, I, I stumbled upon. So let's let's actually move on with the questionnaire. So question number one, uh, we will start with Dr. Stone. And the question is, how does reading help a child's social development? 
uh, I want to hear your perspective, Doctor Stone. What do you feel about this? I I think that reading provides an opportunity for children to learn about different things. So whether they learn about uh, experiences like everyday experience, going to Disneyland, or maybe the book is about um, even uh, like the uh, Harry Potter books, uh, they have an opportunity to share that information within a social context. They have the ability to share and sharing with other children, sharing with adults is a very strong way to help the child to have a foundation for social skills. When they feel, I've read this, I know this, I have an opportunity to share what I think about this. And the word this can be anything from trips to, like I mentioned, the Harry Potter series or anything that they have experienced in their reading time that gives them a social connection with others, whether it's adults or children. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, Dr. Stone. Uh, I want to quickly go ahead and say hi to my good friend from YouTube, Darlene. So thank you, Darlene, for joining uh, our conversation and listening to us patiently live. So thank you so much for that. You know, kudos <laughs> to you. Thank you. And uh, let's actually move to Melissa. So Melissa, how about, you know, you share, uh, you know, what is your take on how does reading help a child's social development? Now, I know the academic side of things. I know academically, you know, children's do, we, we, you know, we kind of publicize this. We ask children's, uh, you know, we know what is the benefit from an academic side, right? But when it comes to a social situation, I, I don't really don't think... Uh, people actually uh, speak on this much or share importance on this much. So let's actually hear from Melissa as to what she has to say. Go ahead. It's a great question. And there are so many answers for it. Um, it has an impact on social development because it improves, improves children's attention span. It sparks curiosity Suki said, kids are able to make connections to the world and their selves in books. For example, um, if I read a book about a child who might be upset, they are like, oh my goodness, that's exactly what I'm not. So it gives them just like a security of I'm not alone and also affect on children as well. I know when I was a teacher and sometimes a class would get, all I would have to do is take out a book and do a read aloud. And within seconds, the be quiet. And they, children do love listening also teaches though. It has so many amazing positive effects on their development. Awesome. Thank you so much, Melissa, for sharing that. Okay, so so my take on this is that, uh, okay, now social development, you know, it's kind of a defined process which children learn to interact with others. 
and it also gives them a lot of other broad range of skills like language thinking ability to comprehend so i feel introduction of reading at a very early age you know it kind of helps them to improve concentration okay i think they learn how to have be more patient with others they they automatically learn communication uh, any sort of cognitive skills when it comes to problem solving something of that sort uh, i feel reading helps you to reduce a lot of stress okay overall uh, it helps a child to be more imaginative i feel you know especially when you read uh, fiction based books you know it just helps them spark uh, curiosity i i think it just helps them to be a little more creativity now not not only that guys you know when when you actually read books you come across a different words the way it sounds the syllable stress uh the way it has been constructed i think it overall you know improves grammar writing and communication skills so that's what i feel now if you are a parent okay and if you are actually uh sitting along with your child if you're reading out to them okay i think that also creates a very very healthy bond and that bond is very powerful i feel so uh what is your take on uh that dr stone what do you feel Um I I really think that I agree with you. Um my take is more toward the child themselves um because of the special ed um label that they have. They usually have a low self-esteem and so in a social situation they're not as open to communicate with other children. But when they know something that they have read about when they're asked when they can contribute their uh, uh emotionality changes and their self concept changes that they can actually know something to teach and so it becomes more of a, a give and take within that socialization um as opposed to other people talking and they just answering other people or their their socialization is to say uh, i agree or i disagree or that kind of thing when they're going through um their own self doubt um the socialization uh, uh the reading helps them with the socialization because as i said before they know things and that can give them um Uh, just a feeling of being within the group instead of an outsider just n- not asking you know they ask opinion but they can actually teach absolutely absolutely let's actually move on to question number 2 we're going to start off with melissa first now melissa based on your professional opinion how can we encourage more children to read now everybody speaks about reward especially children now reading can be very very boring for some some people you know like myself so what can we do to motivate them or to encourage them to get into reading so what is your take on this question so one of the best things i can tell parents is to you want your kids to see you reading so um like okay i should be reading also have a wide variety of books 
throughout the child's room. So I keep books like in the bathroom, I keep books in the living room, I keep books in every room. Um, find a high interest. So if they are really into space or something like that, you'll want to get them with what they're interested in because then they'll be more likely to read it. Um, series when they're young. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of like books, but if you get them hooked on a series, then they're going to want to read the next one and the next one and the next not a boring task for them anymore. It becomes exciting and they want to know. But I really appreciate this question. It's a wonderful question. Hey, thank you so much for that. Let's actually hear from Dr. Stone. So Dr. Stone, what is your take on this? How can we encourage more children to actually read? Sit down and let's actually do some reading. Okay, what's your take? Well, b before I actually answer it, I really want to acknowledge Melissa because Melissa, um, it's very important what you said about if you get them to start reading series, they'll want to know what happens to the you know next book and the next book. So that was such a neat answer. I just love that answer. That was great. Um, I think that um, and and then about reading things they love, you know, um, there was this little girl and she just loved horses. So every book she read was about horses. And one day she decided to pick up another book that was not about horses because she felt comfortable reading. But I love the idea of reinforcement. And I think that um, if you reinforce children in any way, um, one of the things that I use even in my program is I give children happy faces. And then um, I, I had this really bright little boy. He did not, he was fourth grade and he did not read even at a first grade level. And when he started with me, he started to actually accumulate all these happy faces. And I love the kids to be happy. And he collected like 25 happy faces. And he said to his dad, and I taught him, he said, I want to trade these happy faces. And I said, well, the word you really want to learn is negotiate. And so he got to <laughs> learn new words from that experience. And he said, okay, dad, I want to negotiate. Can I trade? Can I negotiate my happy faces for computer time and uh, television time in, in the computer? So I think that the children actually get a really good flavor of looking at many, many different aspects of encouraging them to read by reinforcing them in different ways. And um, that's, you know, they, they learn things, their parents can learn things about them and give them the encouragement. That is so cool, Dr. Stone. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for sharing that. I'm kind of navigating a couple of things, so it's possible when you are actually speaking. I may not be able to pay attention to everything, but I love what you shared. I love what you shared, Melissa, also. Thank you so much for that. My take on this is that, you know, who does not want to be the smartest uh, kid on the block? Who does not want to be, uh, the you know, the person who really knows it all, does it all, right? The coolest kid on the block, right? So what happens is that when you're actually reading, when you're trying to acquire all this information, 
it is automatically helping you to be more creative it's helping you to solve things okay although it's just based on a novel but it's just helping you to be more imaginative you know how you can be out think outside the box problem solve things so i feel confidence plays such a very vital role especially with children right when you approach other mm. other children you know if you're not confident you know it, it just simply doesn't vibe well right so i think by getting introduced to reading books okay learning from it you know having that fictitious creator you know the the characters in your mind the way they think you know if you visualize all those things if you understand what the character did how did they solve something you know how did they come up with a conclusion whatever you can use these skills in your personal life and what happens is that you automatically stand out because of that creativity so i think if we if we if we showcase or if we tell children that this is going to help you to be more confident with your friends or at school not only to get grades but really stand out i think uh, that would encourage them to get into reading more and more uh, that's what i feel so i mean i i just want to personally take you know dr stone and melissa what is your take on what i just shared you know would you agree or do you have another opinion well i absolutely agree with you i have to tell you um i don't know if the child actually did any reading but there was a time when i was a supervisor for uh and the child was in 6th grade for a a 6th grade class and they were kind of bored about um working in the science topic so i decided to show the teacher that there can be alternatives and i was teaching them about things that they could contribute to and so i taught them that um they could have a list of things and and that they wanted to study and they came up with deciding and voting on the fact that they wanted to study cockroaches and the child who had learning disabilities and dyslexia he knew most of the things about cockroaches and i said how did you know that and he said well there were cockroaches in his house so he studied them so he must have read things even with his reading disability him his mom would have read them for him but he was able to actually know all these information uh so i asked the teacher to make him a resource on the study of the cockroaches for the classroom <laughs> awesome awesome thank you let's actually hear from melissa so i appreciate that share dr son so so melissa would you kind of agree uh, with me or do you have another point of view what what are your thoughts basically i agree with both of you yes you you want to keep that encouragement uh because there are going to have days where they just don't feel like working you know just like adults where they so definitely encouraging them i like what you said who doesn't want to be the smartest one around right you get to by reading so i agree with you both awesome let's actually move on to the next question we want to give dr stone the opportunity to answer it first so how does reading 
to a child helps with their social development and how does reading to a child that means assuming the parent is reading to a child helps them with the with their social development and does it strengthen a parent child bond according to you go ahead well it uh, uh, jason it definitely strengthens uh, a child's relationship with their parent when a parent reads to a child or if they have an older sibling to read to them that definitely strengthens their social development and uh, under certain circumstances the older child may end up learning something from the younger child by reading the book but i think that the social development is one that becomes a dialogue my mentor paulo freire during my phd talked about um you communicate but sometimes when you talk about communication and getting together um there isn't a dialogue uh sometimes one child will take over and it'll there'll be the whole conversation will be about what he wants rather than a combination of what all the children in the group have so th- that's not really developing social you know social development of the children but when there is an aspect of dialogue and when a parent reads to a child they can say to that child i wonder what happens next for as they're reading the individual pages or they can say to the child what do you think why do you think that happened and the child can give an answer so that they are actually looking for the comprehension as the parent reads to the child but what it does is it gives them an opportunity to dialogue and when you dialogue together that very definitely strengthens social development thank you that that was a lovely share uh dr stone thank you so much for that so i i want to actually hear from melissa what is her thought on this go ahead melissa sure reading can can social development the younger a parent starts re- reading to a child the better things that were already said um like the bonding between the parent child it builds uh it builds their imagination it fosters in um, habits so they're more likely and the more likely to do their homework on a daily basis and just be involved so um are more tolerant and patient with others because they have read about to um them on another level i i totally agree melissa actually you know uh, you know what you guys have actually shared you know i'm i'm in complete agreement with you all my personal take on it take on this and and guys i want you to understand that you know this is not directly coming like my opinion i do my research and i try to uh, go ahead with the things which make sense to me so based on my research i feel empathy patience concentration are some of the most difficult traits you know to develop even for children's and even for adults right you know we still struggle with it now imagine how difficult this could be for a child 
Now, what reading does, according to me, is that it helps the child to acquire those values and skill sets a little faster and makes them stronger in the process. Now, another thing which reading does is that it helps them to look at something from somebody else's point of view. Now, which is something you know, which which you probably may not be able to understand from a real situation like you know just going to school coming back they may not harness that skill of looking you know from somebody's else point of view or their shoes how do they feel uh, etc so i think reading teaches them uh, you know to be more tolerant as you said uh, melissa you know to be patient with others and i think this this uh, you know this kind of really helps them in the long run you know when they become an adult i think it really takes off and it, I, i think this really you know this skill really helps them out i want to get you know melissa's point of view on this and then dr stone will will go ahead with the next question after that so yeah a stronger the better it is for the overall social development because they're going to learn vocabulary skill and learn new words so when they communicate and have dialogue they're going to be able that they're actually feeling um and they're able to propels instead of having a tantrum or being so fresh word to use to describe how they're feeling so it is super important to expose young children to as many books as possible absolutely let's actually hear from dr stone dr stone Uh, although you did give your share but what are your thoughts based on what i figured out uh, do you think that makes sense or do you think there are more there is more to it i think that does make sense and um i wanted to actually ask a question and then i was going to um i thought about it and i thought well, maybe i shouldn't ask the question because it really is thinking about when you're pregnant and i I've, i've never had any children so this question actually would be um for melissa or um jason if you know any any people that even are currently pregnant about actually reading to your child in the womb i know that music when you play music it there's research out there that says that when the child actually is born and you put that same music on they begin to dance to it <laughs> i thought that was fabulous <laughs> so i wondered if that same thing happens if you read to a child in the womb <laughs> so i i don't know i have never tried it so melissa i don't know about <laughs> have you tried <laughs> um, i did read to my kids when they, i do encourage parents to constantly read to their kids it's a good habit for mother to read to the baby just so it becomes repetition so when the baby does mother or parent or is already used to reading to them daily i don't see only need do good <laughs> so excellent <laughs> question you. yeah thank you so much for that melissa that is lovely so let's yes, actually <laughs> Let's actually move on to my next question which I have. So now you know we figured out you know it's important to read uh, to a child. Okay, now what kind of strategies would you recommend to parents to support early reading? Okay, do you have guys have any tips anything you like to share to parents? Oh, Let's actually 
yeah let's let's hear from dr stone um one of the strategies that i tell uh parents is that when the child chooses the book and it should be the child's <laughs> choice for the evening or whatever that you're going to read uh or you know nighttime you know like the bedtime story um that before you start the story even if the child has heard the story uh, many many times that you ask the child if they have questions that they want to know from the story so the comprehension then becomes built into before you even start reading the story they're looking for the answer because they have particular questions that they want answered before a child uh, before the parent begins to read the story okay so you mean to say that ask them to comprehend a story i'm i'm so sorry i no no you what you do is you ask them questions about what they want to know about the story so for instance let's just say melissa help me with this for for a minute because i don't have any children's books in front of me but but let's just say that you're reading to your 7 year old and there's a book it might be a new book so you can give me a, a opportunity for answering either or but there's there's a book they want you to read and they've never heard it before but there's a cover okay so you ask your daughter what she wants to learn from the book what do you want to know about the story based only on the cover and then she says so give me a book that's why i asked you to come and and do this with me give me a book that she hasn't have you had you read or that you know that she would want even if you have to get it from the library that she would want you to help her read read, read with so i can sort of like be specific about it right what you're saying what she's but she's building on the child's background knowledge like if i were to show a a, a child a, a book with the, i could ask him what is the sun what does it do so that way you know what they, and you can ask them what do they expect to learn and then at the end of the book ask them the book um so you always want to just like what she's saying you want to on um some excitement before or get their mind and brain like per se um it does get them excited to have questions before so that's Suki Stone so what happens to to answer your question Jason what happens is that Melissa's questions with her daughter her daughter's asking the questions they lead the daughter to comprehending the story after she reads the story or while she's reading the story and then there's anticipation oh i want to know what's on the next page you know kind of thing maybe you oh. know, have my answer i i think i so, get a no, sense of this they don't get a comprehension before they know the story no so you you are actually uh, making the person more curious your child more curious making them right. interested well in advance 
so that they stick to it they read about it and they would be curious to know what happens more now this is with the assumption that the book does have a lot of pictures no no not necessarily mm-hmm. okay not because necessarily. there could be i i see i'm not like a a huge book reader but i've seen books it's possible it might be a book without a lot of visuals so in that case right so let me give you an example just because your daughter's a girl thank you very much i mean i i'm having this so so like like imagine this with me okay let's say it's a chapter book okay so there's no pictures at all but on the cover that the little there's a little girl and she's in this really really uh special dress or she's dressed with this really kind of interesting hat or that kind of thing so uh, melissa you would maybe ask her um take a look at the, this chapter book has no pictures so take a look at the front of the book and based on what the child is wearing and the hat she's wearing do you have some questions about that and then she says i wonder why she's so dressed up or i wonder if that hat came from her mother or i wonder if it's not really the story of a little girl but of a fashion designer who dressed up as a little girl does that follow yeah yeah i'm getting there Let, let's yeah. actually hear melissa's point of view as well <laughs> i need Liz. i need melissa's point of view thank you very much <laughs> okay so let's hear from melissa go oh. ahead <laughs> you're almost talking about a book walk um with the pictures of course that take the book and you show the kid the cover ask them a couple questions you turn the, you like read what's on the page then you're going to turn the page and you're just going to talk about reading the words you're just looking at the pictures you're asking the child what do they see doing the same thing for the next page and then once you close the book now you're then the next book oh okay 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 so So I I think I I'm, I'm getting a gist of what you're trying to say. So use uh the uh you know the elements the visual elements of the book okay front and back both to communicate the message to your child and leverage upon that. That's actually that's a good way to put it. I just <laughs> gave the example that was a little bit more practical of you know the child would ask the question of i wonder if that hat was part you know part of such and such and and maybe even though it's a chapter book and maybe that it's about a child that's older not a child that that she'll find out and then she'll know and ask other questions as melissa reads to her absolutely absolutely yeah yeah actually you know yeah. that kind yes. of you know pushes me to the next thing now now here we are assuming here we are assuming the child is grown you know maybe a few years old and he or she knows 
okay what do they like now what if if it's actually a baby okay in that case how would you what would be some of the tips you like to suggest to some of those parents to reading to your babies how would you start with that process uh, well i would go back to um maybe reading to the baby in the womb and when they're born that the little books that they ha- have out for babies and having the the children like i know there's a book on like how to zip like how to zip a zipper or how to button a button um and that they can actually learn to to do these things based on also having their parent read to them um uh, outside of uh um uh, this is sort of a, a different experience for me uh to to answer your questions on on tips to reading to the baby but i also believe that when you have new vocabulary words that you write down the vocabulary words so when the baby begins to speak they can pronounce those words yeah that's a that's a good tip dr stone i appreciate that share very very much let's actually hear from uh, melissa so melissa what are your tips uh, specifically you know when you are you know talking about reading to babies it see reading okay for adults okay let's say for myself it can be really daunting you know i personally i'm not really a big fan of reading okay it's not that i don't enjoy getting educated okay but uh you know if i have a child if i have to read i have to remove time from my schedule figure out uh you know how to do it how to go about it ensure that it's not disturbance you know around stuff like that i mean i i think you get, you understand what i'm trying to say so what would be your tips as to how to handle such thing yes and you're exactly right is to have it on your schedule i have a quiet place in the home where you're daily because that's just going to become a habit for the kid and the younger you start that when babies went home from the hospital they sent books home with them cuz children get hands in their books in their hands the better um language and reading skills i definitely encourage parents to urge the child um give them that verbal praise and make it fun and interesting you know like dr suki said with the happy faces these little words kids love it uh they will love adults read to them they love it they absolutely love it when their parents sit down so that that's like their one on one time with their parent and they're going to learn something and they're going to get to have a bonding time with their parents. So, that's a great question and I I do understand like you said you have to schedule out a time in the day and you you know have a place to read but it is so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I also feel the same thing. It's it's definitely worth it. I appreciate your share. I'm a I'm a very creative guy. and when i was actually doing my research i stumbled upon this article and it stated something you know which i'm going to just read out to you guys so the author who actually wrote this blog stated 
you should bring characters of the book to life you can have like uh, a day wherein you dress up according to the character along with your child okay be creative try using uh, facial expressions try you know coming up with different voice you know you can use a certain voice so let's say that there is a villain or a character in the book okay you can make like a you know harsh sound uh let's say that you know there is a a hero or you know the main character you can have like a soft spoken voice you know you can intonate use uh that with your child so that they recognize they remember emphasize on words phrases used across the book so let's say that you know it's actually moving to something like a mystery scene or you know like a dark scene you know maybe you know your vocals uh can emphasize that you know something is going to happen you know the guy just started walking you know abruptly i don't know i think you guys make you know i hope you guys understand what i'm trying to say i also notice a lot of the new generation which we are seeing nowadays they are kind of pivoting away from books the actual book and they're relying on audio books or something you know which is video based so i just wanted to get your perspective as to is that really a healthy direction to move to or should we actually stick to the books and you know keep it old school and not really take the essence away so let's actually hear from dr stone well i um i absolutely agree that there should be books in the home uh audio books is an addition to physically having and holding a book when you have a book you can do many things with that book you can underline that the things that are important you can pardon me highlight things that are important you can read when you have audio you can't read it over and over again you can read the book over and over again and highlight the new vocabulary words and then write them down and have uh the child and as um uh as parents are teaching the child the vocabulary words too the child then can use those vocabulary words on an everyday basis and when you have an audio book that can't be done you can listen to them over and over again but to actually remember and write it down here they physically see it in print and i do believe and i'm very serious that things like um information when you're older and you're given information from your company or you're given information from your boss that's all in a written form when you're asked to write your name or you're asked to fill out a form that's all from for you, you have to read and i think that uh, audio has its place but i would not like audio to take over what physically holding a book and reading from a book provides i i agree with you 100% dr stone because i feel it's very selfish uh, from a parent's point of view to hand over a gadget to your child you know and and ask them to do all of that i i think that does not strengthen the bond with the parent and child holding your child okay holding them holding their hands with the book it, it's a completely different feeling it, I, i'm just imagining from movies i have seen programs i have seen 
it it just brings a lot of affection between parent and the child i want to actually you know, hear I, from, yeah i had a not to interrupt you but I, as you were talking i had a specific thing that i wanted to share and it was about the children if the parents do that the children do not have a foundation for social skills yeah absolutely that's such an amazing point let's actually hear from melissa thank you so much for patiently waiting melissa so what's your take on this what are your thoughts including technology I the equation <laughs> i agree with both of you 100% the book is source of where the child is learning from and supplementing it with the audio sometimes you know there's books and they have mind the witch in the wardrobe so if the child is booked then they can watch the movie but it definitely audio should not be the child's main source of where they are, are learning absolutely absolutely i agree with you 100% guys you cannot rely on audio alone to do the magic because uh, there is a possibility the child can interpret the message in a wrong way also having the parent involved uh, simultaneously it ensures that the message does not get diluted or interpreted the wrong way and it goes to the child properly educating them in the process in the right direction i actually want to ask you guys you know very next question now i made up this question because that's what i felt okay the my question is okay what if if your child does not enjoy reading at all how would you go about that then let's actually hear from dr stone Okay, this is really important and I am glad you asked that question. Because there is reading in other than what we're talking about like books where you have a chapter book or a picture book or and um some of the reading is in comic books. Some of the reading is in newspapers, but specific and I, I'm going to go there with the little boys. specific the sports page so i would actually encourage parents to find out what i i i want to call it area but to find out what area that child is interested in and if they don't want to read books not to force them to read books but maybe comic strips because they're short maybe they can actually create their own comic and within the creation they can read because the the person that, i mean you know the the character ha- has something to say so they're reading the actual um dialogue with with the the child and the parent or the child and the child or or whatever the comic strip is about maybe the child and superman but at least they're doing some reading to get them interested in it so i do not um i used to as a younger teacher but you know with other things that have happened along the way of my teaching career i do not say no if a child says i want to read a comic book or i want to read a, a something from the newspaper in the sports page 
um, I want to encourage that just as much. And that my thing is the eventuality of as the child grows and gets older, they will become attracted to choosing a book and taking out a book and reading it. Those are some excellent points, uh, in our Dr. Stone, which you shared because everyone, including you, me and Melissa, we all have our own pace when it comes to learning. Okay. It can be a skill set. It can be reading. It can be anything. We have our own pace expecting your child to be fast paced or be becoming a book detective altogether. I think it's very impractical. So as you said, you should allow your child to harness what they are interested in. So it could be sports, it could be comic, as long as it's serving the purpose of educating them, giving them communication and other knowledge which they require, as long as it's helping you to do all that stuff. I think it's pretty cool. And I, I, I think what you said just makes, you know, absolute sense. So I personally want to contribute uh, a thing wherein I've, I have noticed, and this is when when my mom or my father, they wanted me to get into reading, not really a library, but I'm referring to just education in general. If I was hungry or if I was tired or if I had some sort of a TV program, you know, which is about to start, I'm easily distracted. I was easily distracted as a child. I was never, ever interested in reading or understanding, you know, how would that benefit me? So my advice to parents is that just ensure that the schedule is balanced and not force a child uh, to get into reading. That's my personal take. Uh, you know, I, I will just wait for Melissa. I want to hear her part. And, uh, you know, you guys can argue with me or dispute and say that, you know, Jason, yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> I agree with both of you. You both have great insight and up on a child's always keep encouraging even if they're going to give you a hard just keep encouraging just like dr suki said you know if they're not going to like like a comic strip so at least they are reading something because something is and and just modeling to your child as well hopefully encourage them to want to read Absolutely. In fact, you know, I really like what Dr. Stone said that, you know, you should acknowledge and appreciate the fact that your child is actually trying to read something. Now, it may not be the world's bestseller, but he's making an attempt. He or she is making an attempt to at least start. So give them plenty of praises. Give them a pat on the back. Tell them thank you. You know, you know, awesome. If your child does not, uh, you know, is not into comics, you know, very secluded, I think, you know, ask them if they have any sort of a role model they look up to. It can be a person, it can be a celebrity, something, you know, of that sort. Uh, you know, help them to identify their interests. I think as parents, just narrow things down for your child and let them take your, you know, their, their time when it comes to developing these skills. So let's actually hear from Dr. Stone. Go ahead. No, I have, just from what you said, when, when you, just your last statement, you can ask the child to write down, like, like if he's interested in sports, um, to write down what he would like to see at the sports team. And then that's written material that he actually can read back. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you 100%. So thank you so much for that, uh, Dr. Stone. So if there is a, a key takeaway from today's conversation, which we are having right now, what would that be, Dr. Stone, according to you? Somebody who is listening to our conversation specifically about reading. And if they want, you know, the one thing you want people to take away from that conversation, what would that be? That when a child reads, that they have a foundation for understanding social connections and social skills and dialogue with their friends or other people that they actually get involved with and talk with or play with. Absolutely. 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 Let's actually hear from Melissa. What is your conclusion on today's conversation? What do you think? What What is that you want uh, the audience to take away from this conversation? Start the possible. Just like Dr. Suki said, start reading to them in the womb them to many different types of books and encourage them bring bookstores just the more exposure to books the better absolutely absolutely now my conclusion is actually coming from uh, a quote which i came across by christopher edge I'm just going to showcase it on my computer screen so that you guys can read it. It states that book can transform children's life. They can open windows onto a new world altogether, widen their horizons or even make them laugh, uh, you know, silly. Reading is actually for pleasure and you can give children the key to unlock their dreams. So that's what I feel. <laughs> I don't know if it's relatable. That's great. But yeah thank you so much for that mm -hmm. dr stone so i want to actually you know acknowledge uh you know everybody who is actually watching us live so thank you so much for your consistent love and support uh we're gonna go ahead and actually finish off this stream and uh, i want to personally thank each and everybody for supporting the podcast uh, I'm a designer myself, so just in case if you like all the visuals which I create, uh, you know, the editing which I do, how I host my shows, if, if you enjoy all of that, uh, please reach out to me. You can hire me, uh, you know, seek out help and I would be more than happy to, you know, help you out with just, you know, design or podcasting, anything in general. If you want to be a guest on the Social Skills for Children podcast with me and Melissa, all you have to do is just reach out to me on the link which I have mentioned. It will show up on the stream also under show notes. And uh, as long as you're credible, as long as you can speak into it like Dr. Stone, we will be more than happy to have you on board uh, because it's a very sensitive topic, guys. I wanted to understand whatever we give out, it has to make sense. And uh, it has to be OG. When I say OG, like it has to be real. Uh, it can't be woo-woo uh, because we can't play around with children's or parents. It's a very sensitive topic. We have to be very careful. So reach out to me if you're interested in being uh, a part of the show. You can also support the, uh, the podcast, the Social Skills for Children podcast by donating. 
so your donation would be used towards procuring better audio equipment copyright free music license uh, you know it pays for podcast hosting marketing branding distribution cloud storage website maintenance bandwidth allocation video streaming audio video production everything in general so i hope that makes sense uh, i just want to personally you know take a moment and just want to thank melissa very good friend uh, without her I would not have my second podcast that's one second uh, she's an amazing human being uh, I have personally interacted with her numerous times so if if you are into uh, you know if you need Melissa's help she's a special needs advocate uh, specializing in IEP and 504 plans please reach out to her you have the number displayed right uh, at the bottom of uh, of the screen it will also show up on the show notes Uh, needless to say dr stone is an amazing person i met through melissa i have to give uh, her credit first of all the website url is so amazing it's right read and lead very simple okay w r l okay so uh, she's a literacy expert on a mission to teach uh, children and adults with reading challenges so please reach out to dr stone she has a wealth of information as you can see age is no bar her experience speaks volume it it's it's with the intention to help you guys help parents especially children uh, in the due course so thank you once again uh, i just want to take final thoughts uh, from dr stone and melissa before we wrap this up so dr stone any final thoughts well i just want to thank you you're a, a dynamic individual and um i'm just really uh just feel very thankful and grateful that you have asked me to come on and share my expertise and i have to say i also love being affiliated with melissa i think that she's an incredible person to help all of these parents and to get what their children really need to have which is the best education and without the advocacy they may not have obtained it Thank you Dr Stone that was very very kind of you I appreciate the compliments to me and Melissa let's actually hear from Melissa what are your final thoughts Melissa I'm so sorry you had this technical difficulty hopefully you know when we do our live stream next time we will spend more time on yeah. it It's okay I think thank you pleasure um both of you are amazing people and it's an honor to know both of you Absolutely, absolutely. I'm going to play that soundtrack which I made for this specific podcast. I hope you guys have a lovely morning, afternoon, evening, or good night wherever you are in the world. Uh it would not cost you any money to share this video, so feel free to share this video if you have got value from this conversation. I think it's going to help uh, Melissa as well as Dr. Stone and myself. Uh we would also have the podcast uploaded in about an hour or two. Uh so just in case if you want to just listen to it just in the audio format, you can also do that. And uh thank you so much guys, you know, thank you for your love and support. So I'm going to go ahead and you know give it a wrap. Uh you guys continue staying on the stream after I finish it. We're going to have like a closing chat. Okay? Thank you.